I had a client call this morning and it made me realize that a lot of you are struggling with the same problem that this client is and the solution is just to outsource it, make enough money, hire someone and do this. So we're actually going to talk about operations today and not from the lens perspective that a lot of OBMs and ops consultants and people who are in systems talk about because to be honest with you, software doesn't matter. It does not matter. It does not matter if you have Dubsado or HoneyBook or if you use ClickUp or Asana or any of those things. This is an essential piece of your business, but what isn't talked about is if you are someone, my neurodivergent girlies, who have struggled with project management, how to manage projects, and doing all of these things, how can you start building systems that work for you, that work for your neurodivergent brain? And then what do you do when you fall off because you get overwhelmed, you get stressed, you do all these things? Because the other side of this is as a solo entrepreneur or founder, you may not have the capital to hire an OBM. You may not have the money to do that. And it's frustrating that that is a solution that is provided versus teaching it. So before we get into like tactics and tangible stuff for y'all, it's interesting to talk about how I got to this place where I learned operations. So a lot of you know that I was an assistant general manager for 11 months. And what I don't talk about a lot is that I had a really good mentor. Shout out Katie if you're listening. Sometimes she listens to my podcast episodes. I had a really good mentor who helped me learn how to get organized and build a system for my brain. Because when you're in management, you're managing a lot. You have clients and customers. It's very similar to coaching and to service providing without realizing it. You have clients and customers. You have things you have to do, scheduling, hiring, interviewing, performance reviews, and those types of things. I didn't do performance reviews. She did, but any preparation for that. And then we also had like in-house tasks that we were doing that were very much related to client experience. So we had a file room cleanup that we went through. We were doing laundry. We had lotions and ordering stuff and doing all of these things. And it's a lot, to be honest. It is a lot when you think about it and you're trying to put everything in your brain. And so there were cadences that we got into because there was also, you know, we needed to submit invoices and do all these other things. And so we had like a daily, weekly, monthly cadence. And then we also had project-based things that we worked on because at the time that I was there, we started collecting paperwork to iPads. We did a file room cleanup, which I had spearheaded at another location. And then this system got done regionally. You know, we were bringing in new therapists, building up a location, doing sales training. There was a lot going on. And my expectation starting was to remember things. I wasn't super organized in college, to be honest. I just knew what I needed to get done. And every once in a while, I'd have like a to-do list. And I would honestly get behind in my assignments. I'm shocked that I graduated sometimes. And other times, I'm not because I would get it in. And I would try to batch as much as possible. The other thing is that having a system that worked for me was more important than just adopting in a system, right? Because in the online space, we think that there is this like seven figure secret sauce that everybody else has and you don't. And it's actually just learning who you are and creating a system. So my system actually to manage a lot of this stuff, because we also went through a price increase, right? Now that I'm like saying everything and thinking about this out loud, I'm like, holy cow, that was a lot. My system was I had a paper calendar and I could fit three to five tasks in and I would cross it off and I would 
put things there and move things and I had our own cadences that once I got in the habit I would know that at the end of the month I would have to block out time to get any receipts to then submit to our invoicing department and that you know orders we would order I think twice a month or maybe once a month and so I would have to start keeping a running list for orders and then have those orders come in and working on other projects and assigning people. That paper calendar system of writing tasks downs and crossing them off did help me keep momentum because there were times that I was working a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, just like a founder. It was a lot of preparation to become a business owner, but that kind of morphed into something bigger. And what really helped me in the first 18 to 24 months of my business was having tasks and knowing what I needed to do and having, this is our first little tidbit, having a daily, weekly, monthly cadence and understanding those cadences and having some structure around that. When I mean a cadence, what I'm just meaning is tasks that you're going to do on a repeat basis. And I'm actually going to give you examples of these so that you can start plugging them in. So daily tasks that you are going to do is going to be answering DMs, answering emails, serving your clients, showing up on social media. Notice I didn't say posting. Feed posting, creating reels and those types of things is batching. And that is actually something you're gonna be doing on a monthly basis to help you get out of it. Day to day, your business is going to look pretty the same. It's gonna feel kind of the same. And there should be time and space for you serve your clients and do those types of things. Now you're going to have one-off projects as you continue to grow your business. If you're, you know, doing a software move like my client's about to do or building onboarding and offboarding and those types of things. But day to day, you should have a pretty routine list. You're also going to have weekly things that you are doing. Now content batching is one of those things that starts out weekly and then you go to monthly. You should be sitting down and creating content at least once a week and then move to once a month. Now, a lot of people are like, well, I didn't get on board with batching and it feels really forced and it's not. This is a skill. This is a skill and this is why I push it so heavy with my clients is because something like this, batching a bunch of podcasts, I'm not thinking week to week, what do I need to post on this? What do I need to do? How do I need to show up? I'm not putting that pressure in and that gives me a lot more space to accomplish more because I also get in a mode where I'm talking a lot. Today is a client call day, so I'm already talking, I'm already loose, I'm getting ideas from my clients to make podcast episodes for y'all, which are gonna be really powerful, and that's something starting on a weekly basis, you should be batching content. Consistency in content isn't every single day, and a lot of people think it's daily. I've gotten in a really good routine where we can post daily, but when I get out of that routine, it's harder. It's harder to consistently post. It's harder, you know, showing up and doing more. And that's where it's like having this weekly. So the Friday before, not coming into Monday and needing to create posts and then having to answer everything and being reactive. But the Friday before, setting up your content calendar and then slowly expanding that out, right? Can you write two weeks worth of posts so that when you show up to the next Friday, you just write two more, the month is done and you can carry yourself further because part of being a business owner is what you're doing in the day-to-day sales marketing client delivery but also building up momentum for further on we talked about the law of 90 days in one of the recent episodes actually it was the 60-day countdown and what to do to feel successful and I think a lot of business owners because they're creating content day-to-day because they're trying to show up day-to-day and figure out what's going on that's where they struggle and that's where we have these weekly monthly contents not only content cadence but task cadence so that you are continuing to build momentum consistency is having a plan and sticking to the plan and where a lot of people struggle with that 
is that they don't know what they're doing on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. They don't have it somewhere. They don't have a place to brain dump things like a ClickUp, a sauna, or even right now everything's on my whiteboard because you're going to have other projects that you're doing that are going to come up. Now, there's an episode I did with Aislinn where we talk about sprints and A-weeks and B-weeks and those types of things, and that can be very overwhelming for some people, and so that's why I'm not, like, going full sprint mode with you. And to be honest, teaching this and this platform and medium is very different than getting on a call and mapping it out with you. So these are examples and do what you please. But you should have things that you're doing on a weekly basis as well. So that's going to be client calls. And having your client calls in your calendar, knowing that if you can structure them all on one to two days a week and not having them every day, that can create so much freedom because you have other days during the week where you are batching content, writing, creating those types of things. And so on a weekly basis too, where are you structuring your client calls, any prep, any post prep, uploadings, those types of things. Now with your weekly, it may look different week to week depending on if you are a female with a period, if you menstruate, I really hate that word, but that's what it is, and how your energy fluctuates on a 28 day cycle. I am someone who is like very dialed into my cycle and so when I'm ovulating, I tend to do more video stuff. I'm currently in my luteal phase, so I am doing more BTS, podcasts, content creation, wrapping up, brainstorming, those types of things. I will recommend, though, that if you are somebody who does get a period, if you can take off time either right before your period or during your period, that has been super powerful in my business. Your business isn't going to burn down if you take a week off a month. It is actually going to help you rest and recuperate and I find that I perform better in those three weeks that I'm on and that one week that I'm off versus if I would just do four weeks and balance it out over that. So that's something also to consider is that if you're taking almost a week off every month and it's not fully off, this is where we kind of get into the monthly cadence. It's not like I'm completely off but it's just I have a lighter load, I rest, I spend more time with myself, right? So knowing what you're doing on a week-to-week basis, and if you are someone who's sitting down and brain dumping is really hard for this, I want you just to start tracking what you're doing and then being super meticulous with it. Maybe you are trying to get to inbox zero every single day, and that's kind of a waste of your time. I could talk about email organization and how it's a waste of time any day, but we're not talking about that today. So monthly cadence are things that you're going to be doing on a monthly basis. Content creation, podcast creation, emails, newsletters, We batch a lot of our content and schedule it and try to work. Minimum, I'd like to be a month ahead on content. Maximum, I like to be a quarter ahead. So I like to have the next 90 days laid out and be working on the following 90 days. So if you're in Q4, getting to Q1. And it does take a really big push. And then with that, maintaining it. So if you're someone right now where it's like you're just getting a week ahead, work on giving yourself a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. The reason why I like to work a quarter ahead is so that it gives me a lot of space to really build the momentum and set the blocks in place. And so if you are someone right now where that's really daunting, don't just jump to that. You wouldn't jump to running a marathon. You wouldn't just be like, I'm going to run 26.2 miles even though I can't get around the block without dry heaving. So thinking about your monthly cadence, coming back to that, content you create, how often you create it, how many posts, graphics, captions, whatever you need for that. And also thinking about business cadence. So are you scheduling calls with your clients? Is there a day that you can do the majority of your client calls? Thinking about those things that are happening and how can you batch tasks together? And then also thinking about the space to think beyond. 
I posted a thread the other day about like if you are treating your business like a hobby you don't need a CEO day a CEO day y'all is not fucking go get your hair done your nails done and those types of things this is what the online space is teaching you and this is where it varies if you went to someone like Bill Gates and you're like my CEO day is a massage he'd be like that's not the point of it self-care is something that you can put in throughout your day but you need to be thinking about your business beyond the here and now and planning for it. Even if you aren't a five-year plan girly, I want you to start getting in the habit of planning, of having that space. Because we overestimate what we can accomplish in a day, in a week, in a month. But we underestimate how much we can accomplish in a year, two years, three years, four years, five years. Your business can be very different. And as Stephen Covey always says, beginning with the end in mind is how you get to the place that you want. Knowing that 20 years from now, you wanna be a billion dollar brand and have all these different offshoots and have a place to you know, host retreats and be putting on a conference every year and to be doing these things, you start laying those seeds now and building those blocks and start building relationships with vendors and starting to get in the know-how and starting to figure it out and maybe having low scale events, right? These are things that you also work into your project management that will go into your monthly contents cadence. Now, if you're confused, we're going to do a little bit of a recap before we get into project planning. So first things first, if you need to do anything, I want you to start writing down every single thing you do on a daily basis when it comes to business and put it in a project planner so you are checking it off every single day. So when you're like, I didn't do anything today, you realize you do a lot more. I want you to start thinking about the things you do on a weekly basis, put that into a project management system. I don't care if it's ClickUp, Asana, it's a Google Sheet, something that you can duplicate tasks so that you can be carrying it over and you're not creating it. If it's something like ClickUp, put these tasks on a recurring daily, weekly, monthly type situation. You're going to repeat for monthly and things to consider is how much content you create, what the platforms you're creating, and any additional things you need to do, bookkeeping, invoicing, I'm thinking any appointments or anything like that and just start brain dumping and as you go through your day start writing it down if you sit down look at the project management and your brain just goes blank from there I want you to think about all the things you want to do over the next six to 12 months that blog you want to update website updates getting on Pinterest any offers or programs are doing that and start mapping this out now if you are someone who is like holy shit this is a lot I help you inside of programs and remember that you if you're not naturally a project management brain, this can be a lot, but this starts to weasel it in because the other thing that a lot of people don't talk about is that you can slowly be chipping away at these, these bigger projects. So say you want to do a complete course revamp instead of what in the, there was like noise going on and I was like, what in the heck is going on? Um, but instead of like trying to cram it into a week, and trying to get a bunch of shit done, what you can do instead is be able to start saying, okay, I record one new module a week. I start, you know, chipping away at this so these projects don't seem so big and then you're actually doing more. And these are things that you would schedule on days that you're not on calls, on days that you're doing more CEO work and doing these other things. This type of thought is where a lot of people are like, I'm stupid with systems, I'm dumb with systems. And the truth is, is you were never taught. And a lot of people, the solution again, right? Outsource this, hand this off to someone, help someone else do your project planning. 
if you only stick with figuring out your daily, weekly, and monthly cadences and that's where you hang out because you're in a season of just delivery for business and you can't think about growth, the good news is, is that once you finish those tasks, you're not stuck at your desk all day. You can be done for the day and then as you free up more space by batching content, getting all your calls on one day, maybe letting go of that really time-intensive client that you're like, oh, a lot of my day is getting eaten up by this or you know, restructuring programs, that's where you can bring the other things in. The thing I want to leave you with and the thing that most people don't realize is that your system of how you manage tasks, projects, and those types of things is going to be 100% determined by you. And so if this is like a piece of paper, if this is like a paper planner, if this is like you're not using ClickUp or Asana, you do you. Because you will maintain a system better when you keep the system versus when I give you a system and try to adapt. The last and best part of this is give yourself room to learn and adjust and don't expect perfection. We're not perfect humans. And so you're doing a lot more than you realize in life and business and all these other things. And you don't need a fancy iPad or fancy software. It could literally be, I had a chef who used to do all of his prep work on the back of an envelope, like his dad would write his to-do list. It can be like that. The thing is, is I want you to have a place where you can start brain dumping and taking this out of your brain. And I want you to start feeling a sense of completion in your business so you're not working all the time because more work doesn't equal more money, but a lot of people don't have a task management system and that's why they're struggling. So if you loved episodes like this, let me know and I can always talk more about systems, operations, and those types of things. And if you are someone who has any questions, my DMs are always open. I hope you all have a great rest of your day.